Welcome to the Relax It's Retirement Podcast with Josh Leonard from Leonard Advisory Group. In this podcast, we help those nearing retirement greet it with a well-prepared smile. Join Josh and his guests to learn the retirement and tax planning tips you need so you too can live your golden years with the happiness and excitement you deserve. Hear stories from his years of experience to help you transition into a fun and intentional retirement. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Relax. It's Retirement Podcast with your host, Josh Leonard, where we talk about transitioning into retirement with intent. I'm Wendy McConnell. Hi, Josh. Hey, Wendy. How are you today? Well, I'm good. I'm seeing a whole new setup here. I'm seeing multiple people. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, we are progressing. So yeah, we have the new podcast set up here. We've only done a one-on-one here, but we have our first in-person guest today, my wife, our director of finance, and the mother of two amazing children, Yana (laughs) Leonard, as our first in-person guest today. Welcome, and... Thank you for being here, Yana. Thank you. I'm super excited. Yes. Okay. So what are we going to be talking about today, Josh? Well, we are going to be talking about our evolution um, sort of as a couple. And during the fourth quarter of last year, Yana joined the practice as well. Uh, So we'll talk a little bit about that. But, you know, proper planning or me not flying by the seat of my pants would have <laughs> scheduled this properly so that Yana would be on for Valentine's Day, not shortly after Valentine's Day. And I, I have a bit of a confession, Wendy. Okay. I'm the guy that buys flowers the day of Valentine's Day, you know, and, and gets the card and does all that stuff. Real quickly. Pay the most money. No, no, no. I go to Aldi's. Aldi's. Nope. Aldi's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, but, you know, there's a lot of you guys like that out there. I wouldn't, you know, worry about it too much. So you do have to get there early to Aldi's. Aldi's has affordable flowers. They do. But you have to get there early. Otherwise, they sell out. Yeah. They're always beautiful. So Yana helps me because she plans some things ahead a little bit more. Helps organize me. Uh, You know, so I, I think... It's it's pretty good that she helped me in joining the practice. But, you know, we met in college, Wendy. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if we've talked about that before. I don't think so. So it's been a long time because you're really old. Yeah. Well, this December, it'll be 10 years. Of our wedding wedding anniversary yeah. and then dating. You guys are just babies. Just babies. Yeah, my- like, 13, like 13 years dating this yeah, summer. My parents are celebrating their 45th wedding anniversary yeah. this year. So, wow. Yeah. It's a couple couple moons. Yeah. So we have so we have something to aspire to. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But, you know, we met in college. Ironically, we met. And Yana was an accounting major. I was finance and political science. Um, I do have to say, I, I married way smarter. Uh Yana got her master's in the time it took me to do my undergrad. So, you know. <laughs> but Josh would, what happened was in college, we actually lived in the same building. It was very accidental. We met after, but we lived in the same apartment building. And Josh would make me coffee every morning. And if you know anything about me, I love to have a good cup of coffee. And every morning before I would go to class, I would stop down in his, because he was, you were like what, the second floor? I was floor? the second floor. You were yeah. penthouse floor. You were a little bit fancier. It was not fancy. I think <laughs> I think maybe eight wasn't a number. Yeah, yeah. Eight it or nine. Eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that big of a building. 
And they, yeah, and you would make me a cup of coffee every morning. I would stop by and we would like have, well, I wouldn't, I never drink a full cup. That's still true today. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Yana's really good at like, she likes the first half of the cup it of gets coffee. cold or I don't know what happens at the bottom of my coffee mug, but I, I I'm like, I think like I'll have like a quarter, a quarter of a cup. Yeah, I do that as well. But, um. Here's the question I have for Josh. Do you still make her a cup of coffee every oh, day? Every day. Every yeah. morning. When I'm traveling, that is like, as soon as I get home, that is like the first, oh, I can't wait for you to make coffee again. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah. If I, if he's traveling or if I'm traveling, I, I always have to go, you know, I, I'll go and like get a cup of coffee somewhere. And it's always like a, a very big deal for me. Like if I have to go in the morning and get a smoothie or a cup of coffee, I'm like, oh, like I have to go and they don't know how I like it. And maybe it's not like the best. And then I have to like stand in line. And otherwise, Josh, every morning, even before I'm out of bed, like has a cup of coffee for me, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that was a key. And the That's other right, big right, thing. Well, I think it was also dinner. So since Yana was in her master's program, she had a lot of evening classes. Yeah. So I would drive her to class, drop her off, make dinner, and then pick her back up. I had no time for any other gentleman. Yeah. So that's how we ended up. Here. So he just yeah. wore you down because he wore <laughs> lack of options. <laughs> well, in college, we didn't have kids. There was nothing. I, I have actually no idea why we were always late to everything. But like when we were in college, we... um. Josh would pick out some recipe and he would make some like gourmet like meal for me. It was very fancy and very over the top. Now it's like mac and cheese and like just like a relationship, you know, yeah. that, that, that those kind of things have evolved over time. I don't know that like I drink a full cup of coffee. No, no, that, that, has that has not, not everything no, about no. us has changed. That has not. 100%. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think, uh, you know, I'll still cook, but it's more like we need to get dinner done before it's more, the kids it's more have like this three o'clock. And Josh says, Hey, hon, what are you making for dinner? <laughs> and I'm in a meeting and I said, I don't know. Yeah. That's <laughs> what's for dinner what's tonight. For dinner? Yeah. That was a um, good question, man. <laughs> classic one when we were kids to call my mom after school. Mom, what's for dinner? And she's like, Well, what are you guys making? I'm still at work. Right. <laughs> that's a real, that, I think that's really hard actually. Cause like, I think as our relationship has evolved and, you know, when we were dating, it was so easy, right? We'd pick something up, we'd eat, whatever. Now it's like, it really has to be thought through. The kids might not like to eat, you know, depending on what day, you know, maybe they'll eat salmon. Maybe they won't eat salmon. Sometimes, like, if I make turkey, they think it's chicken or, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, this chicken's really good. Well, it is chicken today. Yeah, yeah. You know, or I'm trying to eat healthier, but I still, you know, we're eating mac and cheese still a lot. That's like a staple in our diet. So, you know, I, I think, like, we've been trying to, you know, have a healthy diet and be healthier, just the two of us, too, and... Well, I know that we're doing something right because the kids like broccoli. So they love broccoli. I mean, yeah. And asparagus. Yeah. No, not asparagus, yeah. green beans. It's green, yeah, beans. green beans, green beans, green beans and broccoli, but no salad. I think they've adamantly just. Yeah. Against salad, salad for some reason. I don't, but I don't like salad either. <laughs> it was an inherited gene, but <laughs> it might be inherited. 
Yeah, I mean, we met in college. I think we we both had... Yana was finishing her master's. I was finishing my undergrad. But I think we were sort of ready for the next chapter. Well, we had to be ready because we graduated. And then, like, our parents kind of said, like, you need to go to the next... Like, you can't just continue living in this. Well, you know, there's the whole failure to launch kind of thing that happens. So... Yeah. Yeah. And so we did... um, I ended up in Cleveland and um, in the beginning and Josh was in Pittsburgh. But, you know, now we're in St. Joe. Well, I want to rewind that back. Yana actually <laughs> transitioned to Pittsburgh and... Uh, he bribed me. He he bribed me with... I don't know if everyone can hear me on this thing, but I was bribed. I would never leave Cleveland for Pittsburgh. <laughs> I am a Browns fan, an Ohio State Ooh. fan. And Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks, <laughs> for sure. Oh, wait. Parma is the greatest place, huh? Drew Carey. Yeah. Cleveland rocks. Oh, that's... Yeah. Carey that, from yeah. Parma. Anyway. Yeah. So he bribed you. How did he bribe you to come to Pittsburgh? He got down on one knee <laughs> and he gave me, he said something. To be honest, I blacked oh, okay. out. Uh, we're rewinding this. It story. is your marriage proposal a bribe? Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to leave to Pittsburgh. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the Stillers. I'm a huge Browns fan. We can't so, like. Yana had a really nice, like, downtown apartment. I did. And she yeah. was going to see her best friend the next day, and the yes. rain had come in in Pittsburgh. So I left work Colorado, early. Yeah. Drove to Cleveland, bought rose petals, put them down the hallway. He was, and like, I was texting me, like, are, are you still at work? And I was like, no, I'm like on my way home because I, I, I didn't want him knowing how late I worked because it was, you know. So I was waiting at the apartment for like four hours, Wendy. Oh no! Like a really long time. And then Yana eventually is coming home and she always called her dad on, yeah, on, I would walk when she was walking home from work. Yep. So like he knew that I was there. He was giving me the heads up. Yeah. He was really good. He didn't He didn't like say no, it at all. Cry. I had no idea. You know, it was like 1030 or 11. I was like headed yeah, home. Yeah, super late. Very late. And I was, um, I was, I like, I was walking through the building and I saw these like rose petals, but the building was also under construction, you know, as many downtown um, apartment buildings are. And I thought it was just dirty. It didn't like even register to me that like it was like a proposal. And I That's remember not typically what contractors leave behind. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I remember vividly thinking, wow, like this place is really a dump. Like, People just leave everything everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, just like very tired walking through. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And then Josh is there out of his knee. And yeah, I think I, I had thought now for several hours what exactly I'm going to say. Yeah. At time. <laughs> and I walked in or Yana walked in. I was on my knee. I actually had a camera set up. There's some really funny footage of that because it's me like pacing around for hours. <laughs> like, is she coming? Is she coming? Is she coming? So I had like all these bins stacked up with like a camera leaned on it. Uh-huh. And uh, she came in and I don't even think I got any word out. I think she just saw the ring and was like, oh, my gosh. And uh, wait, you didn't actually say I, I could have sworn you said something. You didn't say anything. I don't think I got to say anything up front. I mean, of course. Yeah, this is, this is the kind of stuff that comes out 10 years later. Wow. So he officially never really asked. I thought I, I did. blacked I did. out and didn't remember. <laughs> blacked out. But I was just like really tired and like the emotions of everything, yeah. like seeing it and it like, because I adrenaline knew, rush. yeah, the adrenaline, I thought, because I knew it was going to happen. He like asked my, it was very, he, my family's very old fashioned. He like asked my dad permission and everything. So 
I knew it was going to happen, but I guess I could have sworn you said something. We're going to. I did after. I think the initial. Was, Initially, yeah, yeah. right. So we'll have to. But talk we about um, that later. you know, after after that, I think you know, Yana took that bribe, and uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh are two hours apart, which is fine, but a little bit harder when you're working long hours. Yeah. So Yana uh, decided to move to Pittsburgh. She found a job in Pittsburgh and relocated about six months later. Yep, yep, yep. And we got married. We got we had a beautiful ceremony and we had our first child. Yeah. Um, Eli was born and he was born, he was a preemie. Six weeks early. Six weeks yeah. early. Um, so I was, it was 32 weeks and he weighed six pounds, eight ounces, which is, he was a big baby. But he was considered a preemie, so his lungs weren't fully developed. And it was like a very scary time for us. Um, I was in the uh, children's hospital, which they were absolutely fantastic. The nurses there. I remember one time I had to change the diaper. And jo- it was like Josh's job. He would always like change the di- diaper and then hand me the child. And then I would like <laughs> press pay. And he had to take a call and he had stepped out. And I was like... I thought maybe somebody else would come and do it. And so I was sitting there and I was, you diaper? know, yeah, the di- I, I didn't know how to change a diaper because it was our first child. And it was Josh's job. <laughs> and it was his job. And he, you know, he had to take a call. And so, and I was like next to, the, next to Eli and I like kind of raised my hand awkwardly and I was like, Hey, you know, is anybody gonna like, you know, I think he's, you know, there's poop in that diaper, like, <laughs> there a button that I need to push or something? Um, and, you know, all the moms in the, you know, in the space that I was in just started laughing and the nurse came over. She's like, is this your first one? I was like, yeah, oh my God. I was like, I had all these lists and learning how to change a diaper was on there and he came early. I'm so sorry. And so, you know, she obviously, you know, second kid, I was very well yeah. equipped, can do it quickly now, but it was a very scary time and like, you know, just dealing with the preemie and like having to, you know, even just for us, like from a balance perspective, trying to like work and have, you know, a tiny baby at home is really scary. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty big adjustment and caused us to start viewing things a little bit different, looking certainly more long-term and figuring out a new balance for us. I yeah. think that's it. When... We were both working, although we lived together and everything. Didn't really matter if we were both working late, sure. but it certainly did once we had kids. Yeah, and I think too, like before kids, it's all we also were very much like building ourselves up. It wasn't we were a unit, but not necessarily. You know, we each had our sure. individual careers and things like that. So um, it was very, very different. And I think you know when COVID hit, that was quite the. Um, we had just moved to St. Joe. Yeah, it was. We, we moved October 2019. We moved to Michigan. Yep. And then COVID, everything shut March. down in March. Yeah. Um, so that was really quick. We didn't, um, we didn't really know anybody here. We like were, it was just the two of us. We didn't have any family here. We were splitting the day, still trying to work. Or night. Depends how you look or at night. it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, I remember taking calls like breastfeeding with one hand like on my computer with the other. 
you know, just, just crazy, crazy things. Or, you know, we were potty, both kids were not potty training. We were just potty training at that time too. So we were trying to potty train while like still all stuck in the house, trying to work, all stuck in the house, entertain the kids. Yeah. So that was almost like a pivotal time in our relationship. I think like we just really started, well, we had to improve our communication. That was the one I couldn't just like we can just leave when we had a fight. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Certainly improved communication and made us kind of figure out a new balance to, uh, yeah, balance our priorities. Yep. Yep. And then how we relaxed too, I think changed a little bit more. Um, I think whereas before, you know, we would go have a beer or whatever. I think we had, you know, played a lot of cards together. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was fun. It was like a, it was like almost dating again. Um, except you had kids and that was not as I And strict schedules. And strict schedules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> strict schedules and we were cooped up. But yeah, I think uh, that for sure pushed for us to kind of start to rethink, you know, just to live and how do we, you know, want our family to be raised and just do things that, just do things with more intent. I think people say that a lot, but um, just be more thoughtful in how we approach uh, different situations sure yeah and i think covid well probably for everyone in different capacities just forced like a whole new way to look at things or react to things and i think that's it yeah we started looking at our lives a little bit more intentionally how can we build things out to allow us to be able to balance all these competing priorities for sure um i think that's something that we were talking about when we were prepping for the show wendy of with clients, you know, we had one client, let's call them Bob and Sue. Uh, Bob and Sue were nearing retirement. Bob wanted to move down south. Wait, and can, can I just ask, how long were Bob and Sue married? Uh, for 30 plus years. Yeah, I mean, they married. raised kids. Yeah. yeah. But nearing retirement now. And Bob wanted to go play golf, like move somewhere <laughs> warm, play golf year round. And Sue was like, we have grandkids. I want to stay in Pittsburgh and be close to these grandkids. Yeah. And they ended up getting divorced which you know of course uh, very who knows all of the situation that went into that but i feel like what is your priority in retirement of like do you want to care for family or be in a climate where you can golf like that's the wrong time to begin that discussion once you're retiring like that needs to be ahead of time yeah i don't know i think like I think that when you are working and I, I, I as this, what, what did you name him, Robert? Bob. Bob. Um, Bob and Sue. Bob and Sue. Okay. I'm sure Bob was working like crazy hours, you know, oh. and I'm sure that like in the back of his mind, like he wanted some time just to himself. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> I could understand like wanting just some, some time just to, you know, relax and have some space away from family but then at the same time like if our kids have kids like yeah i mean well, i think it's a balance a but no yeah i would for sure want to also but that is like how do you plan for that and well i think having the discussion i think that was one of the things for us that came out of covid too is having like our evening time like we get the kids to bed and like whether it's having a cup of tea or like playing cards or something like just having that like I don't know, half an hour, sometimes, sometimes like an hour to sit there and talk and like talk about our days and our challenges throughout the days. And, 
you know, our dreams, what we're looking forward to as well. I think that's been super helpful. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think sometimes people don't have the opportunity to do that. You know, I think the other thing that we've had over time is like kind of giving each other career advice, like talking about our challenges Mm -hmm. at work and helping guide each other as that evolves over time. Yeah, I, um, I think like the evenings, just like having time to unwind, I think that we have not typically been very good at like going on dates. Yeah, the structured date kind of thing. You know, I read a lot of like articles on how to like have successful relationship. You know, I'm like, you're scrolling through and I'm like, man, is are we okay here? And you know, all these, all these articles are like, Hey, you got to have these like structured dates. And I try so hard. I mean, we have just been so bad at it. I mean, we like, you know, yeah, I think we still make time. I think it becomes a priority when you don't make time. We make time for sure. um, But we're not like very good structured. It's got to be a difficult situation for you guys, because, again, you're in a new town. You don't know that many people. There's no family there. You know, you need babysitters. You need somebody to take care of the kids if you want to go on an official date night. And sometimes it becomes more of a chore because of its, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's this thing that you feel like you have to do a certain amount of time, you know, per month or whatever. And then you're like, oh, oh, our marriage is never going to survive. And that's not. That's not true. <laughs> right. No, I, I think, no, that's exactly right. I mean, we did find, I, I would say there, we do have like, we've identified. A couple, a couple yeah, now. A, yeah, a couple, we have a really good one too. And yeah, I mean, I think that like, we will go to dinner um, mm-hmm. with some friends. We'll have like a very casual, you know, dinner with friends. Maybe not just Josh and I, but I think we've been really enjoying like time with the kids too. Like we'll play board games with them, you know, so I mean, it's not very traditional where we like go on a date night. Yeah. But now we get to spend all day together too. So crazy. Yeah. It's very, we get to, we were just talking the other day, like before, like we wouldn't have lunch that frequently, but like even today we sat, even if it's just for like five or 10 minutes having lunch together and just getting that chance to talk, even if it's about prepping for the podcast. Yeah. We have to, (laughs) I would, yeah, I would say that we, we do talk about work a lot or like something that we're trying to like work on or like, um, I I will say that, yes, we do do that a lot, but I think we have also been very, I I would say that, um, especially Josh has been very more like intentional to give me time to do other things outside of just work. And I think that has just been incredible for me. Um, So I've been, you know, able to do things like go ice skating. I went ice skating with the kids the other day. Um, which is not that I wouldn't have been able to, but, you know, there was no guilt that I was like not finishing something at work or, you know, just this balance. So being able to have that plus just helping, really helping people and seeing the people that we help. Yeah. I think that combined is just an incredible feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we certainly have been working out our work balance. I think about it decade into our married relationship yeah we have pretty good communication we can figure out that the half cup of coffee i'm gonna have to dump out you know that kind of stuff he still gets very frustrated i think like yesterday he had to bring like two cups downstairs and he like gave me a whole thing about it oh i still get a test you know you gotta leave it there see you know, for okay, I will fine. Not, so I um I will leave the cup. I will not take it downstairs because he brings it up, and so I feel like it's like part of the process. Like he brings it up, I, I'll drink it, and then he should be br- taking it down, right? 
Yep. So I guess so. I'm not getting, I'm not getting involved in this one. Yep. But you know, Yana's very supportive of my stuff too. Like last yes. year, I went through a craft cocktail kick where I was making a lot of cocktails. So, you know, sometimes that meant like Tuesday night, maybe she's trying to finish up some emails or something. And I'm like, hey, try out this really stiff drink on Tuesday. Yeah, um, that was amazing. He uh, It was short-lived, luckily, um, for our livers, but... We, we were turning into like mild alcoholics. And yeah. Gonna, I, it was it was very good. Josh has a very, the skill set that um, we had even friends over and, you know, it, it is yeah. an amazing it skill. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. We're very into, I, I would actually go to restaurants and order a drink and one of, you know, one of these cocktails that he had uh, tried on me at home. I'd be like, mm, I don't know if it's that good, you know. And I, I start, yeah, I start getting snooty. <laughs> so that combined with like just having it so often, I felt like we needed a break. So we, yeah. we had to pause on that hobby. But yes, I was very supportive. I'm a very supportive wife, clearly. Very supportive of my crazy exercise goals. I think I, <laughs> yeah. I shared with you, Wendy, that. Yana got me into Leadville, my big bike race for the year, too. I didn't like get him. Somewhere. Are you? I was going to say, are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nervous, nervous, happy. I mean, Josh has um, accumulated quite the collection of bicycles. Yeah. In this um, hobby of his. And so I'm very excited because I actually have a hobby for shoes. This is. <laughs> I enjoy shoes. It's crazy how we have these hobbies. Yeah. Everyone needs a hobby, right? So never heard uh, it referred to as a hobby before, but I like it. I'm going to use that. We're, we're it's all about Florida. framing, framing, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Josh has been going. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of framing, and it's odd that you guys just went there. I know you're using the word framing in a different context, but I've often said that I think shoes should be in museums like instead of putting them in a box in my closet i want to put them up on my wall oh like display look, them oh i want to look at them every yeah. day yeah there are definitely shoes I, I will say that any of my shoes like that my feet after having kids do not fit into shoes like that so i don't know yeah maybe framing them is the right answer yeah. if there's a pair of shoes that you really like and you, that happens to me all the time like all the heels are like you know six inches now and i just look at them yeah. i'm like i can't wear those yeah i can't, I can't wear it. yeah that exact actually that happens to me a lot i will go i will i will buy like shoes with big heels and then i can't wear them and you know josh is a pretty tall guy too and He's super tall. Yeah, like eight feet tall. Yeah. Super tall. Wow. Five nine, guys. Five nine. Five nine. <laughs> Not tall at all. Average. Very average. Yeah, you know, you're acting like you're short or something. I mean, it's fine. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, my mother's always told me that um her biggest regret in life wasn't marrying like a taller man. Um, so she can't wear like because she's five nine and my dad is maybe like five five and a half or five six. And <laughs> She always said that it was such a regret of hers that she can't. But she, to be fair, like can't walk in heels. Like I've never seen her. Like she, she can't actually walk in heels. Well, this could be the chicken or the egg. Yeah, she never could. She never practiced. She yeah. never, uh, how long have they been married now? So that's a long years. time. I mean, not that is the skill yeah, you have to years. develop. <laughs> right, right, right. So I don't know. If it's a real. Yeah. Yes. So it's a similar. I have a similar um, enjoyment. But yeah, Josh spends a lot of time. Um, 
exercising, so to speak. Um, although I think he's just having fun. It is fun. Yeah. 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 As I'm training for Leadville, I also remember that I really liked riding a bike as a kid. Yeah. And there is something about riding a bike, although like some of my workouts are very structured and it's like very serious, but some of it is just like, you're a kid. Yeah. Like yesterday when I crashed my bike and probably bruised my rib, you know, I, I need to practice dropping off of things for this race. So I dropped off of something and essentially just hurt myself. We don't want that. Yeah, but that's like what you do as a kid, right? You're like a kid on a little bike and you're like, huh, let's lean a board against another board and try to jump yeah. up in the air. At least for boys. Maybe maybe that's different. Well, girls. the boys have been really into biking too. Like they see Josh. I would yeah. say like, so I'm super supportive. I only had one time did I really, was I really like shocked or like appalled? Like I think I actually physically let out like a yell. Like I was like going into our bedroom and Josh was like trying on a bike. My bike kit. His bike kit, which is um, if you don't know, for those of you who don't know who, what that is, it's like a it's like a onesie, a spandex onesie. And I um literally like yelped. I thought I like caught him doing something. <laughs> <laughs> and that was and then he explained to me, no, like people wear this bike, <laughs> like it's a thing, like and I, you know he can wear whatever he wants obviously yeah, yeah. but that was for me probably um the most exciting exciting <laughs> and unexpected thing <laughs> it was very what are you doing yeah what are you wearing yeah 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 no he he did get signed up for leadville um whether you know i i think it's very exciting i think he will do very well whether or not he finishes or not is mm. for me not important yeah and i you know our boys are just so impressed the dad's even like you know, doing this, they saw the mount, you know what I mean? It's just like a crazy goal and just something exciting just to try out. Yeah. I mean, I hope it is something that I hope is empowering for our kids as well. Yeah. Like Eli, our oldest son is like really into basketball now, but he's super shy, oh, he's so like shy. playing the games he's and so like, shy. you know, of course there's always like that one little kid that's like super, super yes, good. There's, But really he's practicing he and, he told you know. To stop. Wendy, he actually told me to like stop talking the other day they were playing we were watching his game on saturday and you know i'm actively supporting him you're cheering you know tips tips and tips, tips, okay. tips okay. to help him you know like like come on yeah get under there you know like things okay. that cheering yeah. yeah i'm a passionate mother and um he actually like looked at me and he like like he gave me this death stare he gave you the side eye he the told me eye. He, he actually mouthed, shut it. <laughs> He's seven. He's seven. Yeah. Uh, and he later came up to me and said, you know, it's really hard with the coach talking to me and you talking like, can you just talk less? And, yeah. And I, like, yeah okay. People say that to me all the time, Yana. Will you please talk less? <laughs> just talk. Yeah, I was like my seven-year-old. And so, you know, I cried inside my heart oh. a little bit. Like, oh. <laughs> um, But my youngest, when he plays, he will... He will stop playing and just randomly come and talk to me. So he will, they're, you know, they're running and then he, he, he'll just randomly come up to me. Mom, did you see what I just did there? Did you, did, did yeah. you just see me? With, uh, so you've got opposite ends of the spectrum. Oh, yeah. So Isaac, like yeah. his game on Saturday, he had, they wear like wristbands of like who they're matching up with as yeah. like the player that they're supposed to be guarding. He took it as like a superhero, like control band. Yeah. 
And he was running around the court like, and, you know, while there's a basketball game going and he would participate when he wanted to, but yeah. he was running around having fun. So. And he loved it. He, he he was like, when I asked him how he did, he was like, I did great, mom. Like, yeah. That was awesome. No issues. And I, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And my, my oldest is like, well, what exactly was the score? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and I yes. Very much. Very up. opposite. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's funny. It's funny how different kids are. But I think like going back to like my training, like last year doing the half Ironman stuff, there would be days that like in the afternoon I would like do a run or some of my swimming training or whatever it might be. And I think like whether it's like the ice skating that you mentioned recently, I think that's been like a bit of a change for us to have a little bit more flexibility of schedule with you working with us. I think that's been a pretty big positive. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I mentioned it before, but I think the, I think the idea of work-life balance, you know, I've heard a lot of people speak about it and how to get that perfect balance. And I think, you know, I, I'm a very firm believer that you can never have optimal balance, right? Like there is no way that I can be perfect at home and at work and, I've always felt that like uh, there are some days that I'm just killing it at work. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. And other days, like I'm, I just need to be at home more. You know what I mean? And I, like, I can't have that perfect balance. I'm, you know, and again, maybe it's not the day to day shift, but there's definitely for me, at least like when I think of my back or previously, like when I thought about it, I'm like, I, I can't be perfect everywhere. And so I always felt like, okay, here I am at home and I just need to give it my all, you know? And so I, I would do things like, you know, I'd shut my phone off after like yeah, 1030. Time. Yeah. yeah. And not a real, but not like a normal, like, you know, um, very healthy time, but still, I think, um, you know, just being able to both understand like the perspective of why we have to get on a late call and, you know, not feeling guilty of like, hey, our kids are sick. Well, I'm going to be home with them. Like, you're going to need to pick up here. Like, it's just like a very team. Yeah, I think it allows it to be sort of our career too. Yeah. Not like losing identity in right. like yours versus mine. But it's more like, hey, we have this project going on. Yana, I know you're heading up this integration into a new software system. Like, how can I support you? Because I know you have more obligations for the time being. Yeah, it's very genuine. And we've been, you know, I think we've been laughing a lot more, to be honest, if anything. It's been, I've been saying it's been kind of fun. Is yeah, I, I think you? it's fun. I, I think it's fun. fun. Although, Wendy, I do have to say, you know, much like in our relationship, I, I've made some occasional missteps. Uh, we were on one call and uh, we we're on like a Zoom meeting together. And I'm like, hun, hun. And Yana's like, don't, don't call me hun at work. You're like, at work, Josh. You know, you know. yeah. um, and there's been a few, a few instances like that where, you know, we have had to sort of work out our professional balance more. Right. And I'm yeah. sure there's more to come still because it's still a pretty fresh thing. But yeah, the team's been really great and very supportive. And I think that they, when they, um, like if, if we're going, you know, if we have a disagreement or we don't see eye to eye on something, I think they kind of sit back and laugh a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, to to see how we duke it out. Well, <laughs> and I think um, see who how it's going to unfold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of our advisors who I won't say by name specifically has told me that he's not sure how he would, you know, work in the same thing that, you know, it's a different balance that we have 
uh, being able to work together. But I think that we evolved there. I don't like when we first both started working, we probably would have killed each other trying to work together. Yeah. Yeah. But Josh is like, he's super knowledgeable and he's very much like an expert in his space. And like, I think that that just allows us just to be in our, like, you know, we, we just have our own projects that we're working on and kind of, you know, when we come together, it's more just coming from a space of like, Hey, I know this space and this is yeah, what I right, think. right. Yeah. And, so and I'm really good at big ideas and, uh, Yana's really good at figuring out a way to implement said big ideas. Yes. Um, yeah. so I think that that's it. We balance each other out, um, in our personal lives. So it's nice to have that in our work lives as well. For sure. Well, Yana, one thing that I wanted to mention to you is you were talking about the, you know, the perfect home life balance. You know, you can't be perfect at work, can't be perfect. You're not going to be perfect anywhere. It's never, it's not about perfection. It's about growth. And I know that you know that, but maybe we can get the whole word perfection or perfect out of our brains. Yeah, I don't know about that. You're right. (laughs) You're right. I totally support the growth. And I think that is actually just us working together has been massive growth for both of us you know, just for me, especially being in a industry and a space that I'm unfamiliar with. So that has been massive growth. But I think that we both have very high standards of like what we want in our lives, both professionally and personally. So, um, you know, we do try to aspire to that, you know, and again, you're right, it's growth versus perfection. But when I think of balance, I just think of, you know, just being able to give whether it's personal or professional, that right level of attention for the right level of growth. Cause you know, before it's more, you're more firefighting, right? I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to firefight. And now I think I am doing it just more intentionally. And like, you know, if the kids didn't sleep well last night, right? Like I just come in late and I don't feel guilty. I just like, it is it right now. That's where my attention has to be. As time goes on, you get better. You yeah, for sure. Out. Yeah. So that's just, you know, the growth and just keep that in mind so what what are some closing remarks that we want to make before we wrap this thing up yeah i mean i think the big thing for me like having yana on again this is like more my realm not yana's realm so it's a good opportunity to get to know yana better so i hope our listeners got to know yana a little bit she's like literally shaking her head no don't say that don't say that but i think that's it knowing our team is very important to me for our listeners, for our clients, for everyone to know, I might be the face of a lot of things or I might be the one communicating things, but we have a team of people supporting us and supporting these big ideas and systems. So it's really nice to always have people on. Yana's also my wife, so that's a great piece to have her on as well. But I think like what we're trying to do with the business together, building like our business and our life around the business intentionally is something that we encourage people to do in retirement as well. So I think that's like very congruent, you know, much like retirement planning, like we want to have fun together, but we also want to know where we're going and discuss, you know, maybe those tough things that you don't want to talk about so that it doesn't end up down the line in a negative consequence. So Yana, how did you feel about your very first podcast? I'm very excited. I I love the idea of this podcast and I think it just adds like this whole authenticity to the firm and, you know, our team. So, you know, it's been a lot of fun listening to you guys and I'm excited for, you know, Josh has lots of 
much better, much better uh, guest speakers <laughs> than I am, but very excited for this year for you guys. So thank you for having me on. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. So Josh, how can people get in touch with you? Yep. They can check out our website at leonardadvisorygroup.com. Uh, they can email me at jleonard at leonardadvisorygroup.com or give our office a call at 412-998-PLAN. All right. Well, thank you to you both. Thank you for listening. And please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Relax, It's Retirement podcast, the show that helps you transition into a happy, fun, and intentional retirement. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.leonardadvisorygroup.com or give us a call at 412-998-PLAN. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Leonard Advisory Group, LLC. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.